morning and welcome to the NASCO Moments Talk Show on radio. It is good to come your way again this Saturday morning. Now, do you know where your children are at this moment? The transport sector is vital in facilitating movement of people and goods to the extent that it has been described as the lifeline of any nation. Governments, therefore, generally strive to provide the enabling environment for private operators to participate in and provide relevant, comfortable, safe and a fair means of public transport, including support for allied infrastructure and other services to ferry people and goods. Private operators are expected to be screened and tested to ensure they are qualified against given criteria. Each is licensed, regularly monitored, and or sanctioned as they deploy buses, taxis, and tricycles to serve the public. Many operators of these buses, taxis, and tricycles continue to conduct their activity in a terrible manner. There has been an upswing of freak accidents in Jos, Plateau State, involving in particular tricycle operators known as Keke. The situation has assumed the status of a public health and safety crisis. Many Keke operators are ill-tempered and not qualified. A good number of them operate under the influence. Their conduct in many instances is extremely reckless and dangerous. They have scant regard for their passengers or for other legitimate road users. Hapless passengers are left to bear the burden and brunt of the terrible, needless and avoidable injuries. Many care accidents have led to deaths because of the recklessness and dangerous conduct of the KK operator. The public concern is that there seems to be no difference between the attitude of many care operators and that associated with violent and dangerous criminally minded mobs. But even more, some Keke Napep operators connive, collude in or perpetrate criminal activities such as kidnapping, theft and the like. In all these, however, the public is left confused with many questions. Neither law enforcement nor the regulatory authorities including Vehicle Inspection Officers VIO, and officers of the Federal Road Safety Commission FRSC, have regulated and sanctioned these erring keke operators in a sustained manner. Because the truth must be told. Yes, keke is a relevant, helpful means of public transportation. But many of its operators have through their ill conduct turned it into a vicious and damaging public health and public safety challenge. And it can no longer be ignored. Public consensus favors that keke operators need special training, foolproof screening and licensing, and sustained monitoring to curtail, punish, and deter their excesses. But what safety tips are available to the commuting public to imbibe and use to protect themselves from the inherent dangers posed by reckless and dangerous keke operators? On your favorite NASCO Moments radio show this morning, we would focus on safety tips for commuters and users of public transportation. Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, OFR, one-time secretary to the government of Plateau State and currently founder and executive director of Just Business School, will address the critical issues to be raised in this discussion. 
I am Nandak Chingle. Please stay tuned to your radio sets. We will be back shortly. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm, Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, it's a pleasure to have you back on Nasco Movements Radio Show again. Thank you very much, Nandak. It's a pleasure to be back. Okay, so let's begin this discussion by sharing with listeners just how important the public transport sector is in the lives of people. Well, uh, public transport, like you mentioned in one of your opening lines, it's, it's, a, life, it's a life of any nation. Uh, it's a life where of any economy because it moves people and goods from one point to the other. It also enables, um, if it's well developed, it enables economies to drive faster, to be able to transport goods more. Not only that, also it enables also security agencies to reach places where they wouldn't reach. It enables health agencies to reach where they wouldn't have reached. So it's, it's a lubricator of any economy. It's a lubricant of any society. So public transport is very, very important, especially when it's well developed. Who would you classify to be the major operators of the sector in our jurisdiction? Well, uh, the first operators are actually the owners of the transport. Um, we include particularly buses, um, taxis. In our own case, we have tricycles. Uh, we don't have trains in that number in the society. We have airplanes, aviation in some places, not everywhere. So these are the, the, the key, key. And other areas, you have water, marine transport, which is ferries and uh, canoes, uh, power boats. Uh, these are also pub- public transport means. Um, in, in obscure societies, you might have camels. Uh, they carry goods from rural markets, donkeys, camels. All these are, are, trans- uh, they are, they are the stakeholders in the transport sector. But you also have the regulators. Uh, regulators would include, for instance, uh, the licensing authorities that give you permit to do what you're doing, the, the security agencies that regulate what you're doing, whether the laws are being followed or not. Uh, you also include banks that finance uh, the, the transportation sector in many societies. Many of these um, transport you see on the road are financed by banks, whether it's federal mass transit or whether it's, um, it's urban mass transit. You see that you see they sometimes see that the banks that keep loans uh, write their names on the, some of this transport. So these are the transport uh, key players. But most importantly, the consumers of the transport sector are the key. To me, they're the key players. I mean, the, the public themselves who consume this. These are the key stakeholders in the transport sector. So all this ecosystem constitute the public transport uh, ecosystem. Okay. Well, what would be the ideal process for engaging and managing operators to participate in the public transport provisioning? Uh, I think the most important starting point would be uh, regulation. Um, anything that has to do with public, with you engaging the public, getting money from the public, offering service to the public, if it's not well regulated, it can be messed up, it can be a disaster. Uh, whether you're selling water to the public, whether you're selling food to the public, whatever you're doing and the public is consuming that 
product. If it's not regulated, there will be a disaster. So the, for me, the, the most important issue to pay attention to is how regulated, how well regulated is our public sector in Nigeria. And I think that's one area that we've ignored and uh, for over the years. Uh, there's been no robust policy framework to regulate the public sector transport, especially uh, road transport. There might be a few, I mean, the airlines are well regulated because you can't just buy an aircraft and start carrying passengers on any airport. It's not allowed. Uh, you can't even do it. You can't just even carry an aircraft and fly it anywhere you want because the, the, the airline industry is well regulated. But the marine, which is water, and the roads are not well regulated at all. Uh, anybody can buy a car or a truck and put it on the road. And uh, even if there's no lights or even if there's no number plate, people start just being on the road. So that sector is the least regulated, and that's why uh, I think we have challenges. Okay, so um, which state institutions would you say ought to routinely oversee, apply, and enforce laws and regulations in the public transport sector? I think the first, the first uh, the entry gate would be if you buy a transport um, um, means, maybe a car or a truck or a taxi, and you want to put it on the road, the first thing is to register it. And that's the first, so the registration office should be the first, should be the strengthened one, should be the strong one. Because from registration you know who is the owner and who, who he is in terms of age, in terms of mental stability, in terms of, of where he lives and all that. So registration is very, very important. Then once he's been registered, the next thing is as he operates it, there should be agencies that take care of that. That's one. If he's licensed to operate it, then the person who gave the license should be able to regulate it. Is the license correct? Is he correct? Is he qualified to have the license? Uh, how did he get the license? Number two, is he driving correctly on the road? That now comes in the security agencies, uh, and that's the road safety codes as uh, part of security. The VIOs who to check the vehicle quality and the, the state of the vehicle, and finally the police who check uh, whether he's carrying the right people, uh, whether he's carrying. Uh, the right people, what is doing the right thing because somebody could carry uh, goods and services that are stolen, then only the police will know that these are not the right goods that are supposed to be there. So, the, the whole institutions include the VIO, sorry, the first the, 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 the Board of Internal Revenue that gives him the registration of the vehicle, secondly, the vehicle inspection officer that ensures that the vehicle is roadworthy, together with Federal Road Safety Corps, they ensure the vehicle is roadworthy, and thirdly, the road safety code that gives him the license and, and ensures that he drives it in line with the licenses and finally the police. The police has the police transport department. Those policemen, they wear white hats. Not every policeman, of course, is supposed to be on the road checking vehicles. It's just that there's a police, uh, they call it PMD, Police Motor Transport Division. Those ones are also supposed to regulate the transport, the transport sector. Okay, join us for more insights on this very interesting topic after this short break. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby still they shine on. <laughs> and now don't fade. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. You're welcome back. 
This is the NASCO Moments Show on radio. Our guest today is Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, Executive Director, Joss Business School. He is also a renowned and an accomplished public and private sector guru, and we are engaging him on safety tips for commuters and users of public transportation. Once again, we're happy to have you with us, Mr. Gomos. Thank you. Recent unwholesome activities of Keke operators have raised a lot of concern. Please share your experiences, if any, and some of the challenges the public has had to deal with in this regard. Well, I mean, the KK sector of the economy of the transport subsector is one of the most unregulated in this in this part of the world, and um, it was a child of necessity. It came out of the fact that the public sector transport system did not address a uh, every nook and cranny of the city. Uh, most cities do not have well-planned roads, so taxis cannot even locate there. Some they even have good roads, so only KK can reach there, and they, even the lack of public transport, the lack of public taxis and buses in many cities has created a gap for the KK to step in. And because of that um, desperate moment, uh, anything that's done desperately brings indiscipline. So because of the desperation to fill that gap, uh, there was I think there's been no proper thinking of what the KK should do. Because the KKs today are doing more harm uh, than, than good in terms of economic uh, development of any economy. One, the, 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 the rate of accidents uh, are huge. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've had a fair share of my old, so just park your car and you come and find mm. green paint or yellow paint on your car. Mm-hmm. Somebody has scratched it and run away. And so they, 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 and they drive recklessly. Uh, many of them just rush to make money and then they overload. So all these things are experiences that shows us that the KK sector uh, needs a rethinking. We need to rethink. Uh, if we need KK, must it be operated in this undisciplined and uh, unruly manner that we have in this society? The one day or two days salad break that took place recently, when KKs were banned from the streets of Joss, that was the best moment for people to drive around because it was it was it wasn't like Joss. It was a nice, lovely place once again. But the moment the KKs were back, apart from the noise, apart from the unruly driving. Uh, they, 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 they pack anyhow and, they, and, and, and they drive. The, the, the operators of the KK themselves are, are, are another bunch of human beings sometimes. Okay, as a former, former public officer, what in your view has given rise to this state of affairs? I think it's, um, we, we failed uh, as public s- sector uh, over the years for planning. Uh, the major issue is planning. Uh, development went ahead of planning. Whether it's development of residences, development of, um, of, of, of houses, development of, of, of whatever. We always develop before we plan. And I think that's our failure. I mean, uh, as a public, as a former public sector, I must admit that we did not do well in that area. And we're still not doing well. We've not learned lessons from the past. Um, houses are springing up everywhere without consideration for streets. Now, when the people finish building, then they start looking at how to get to their homes. Then the only person that can carry to that home is a KK. So you end up desperately using the KK again. So planning is very, very important. If and, and the planning, the fault of planning is not just for the public sector. I think the the the, 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 the government has a fair share of failure, but the individuals, the citizens also have a major share of the blame. People just buy plots and build without looking, without waiting for approval from anybody. And if you talk to them, they don't, they don't listen to anything. And natives sell plots anyhow without planning them. So they will take somebody who just take his farm and say, it's my father's farm. You don't tell me how to sell it. So at the end of the day, people are selling property or selling farmland all over the place and no street planning. 
And uh, when you have that kind of jungle development, the only means of transport will be the KK. So we are, we, are, we are reaping from our lack of planning, both as a government and as individuals. So when you blame government, you also remember that the individuals, the citizens of the society, have a lot of share of the blame because they are the ones that break the law and build houses with impunity without caring about, about how to get to those places. There are some parts of just today that I can tell you. You can't get there without Keke. And there are fine houses you go there. If you wonder, how do people want to get here? So how do people ever want to get to live here? So Keke has become a desperate, uh, uh, what do you call it, an inevitable means of transport in our society because of the failure of planning. Okay, so what, what's your assessment of the regulators or the law enforcement in handling these tricycle operators? I think there has to be a major rethinking because, um, as I said, it has grown ahead of the, the, the development of KK or the, imp the, 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 what do you call it now, the, um, the influx of KK in this city or in most cities has gone far ahead of the regulators', the regulators capacity to deal with it. First, their numbers are few. Uh, there are very few. Sometimes you find two or three road safety officers in one one street, and then the entire other street you don't see anybody. And thirdly, their manner of approach needs a rethink. Uh, they only pick a few streets on the highway and stand, and then stand station stationary and wait for people to, for KK to come and meet them. They don't move around. Maybe they don't have resources to move around. In other societies, they drive around. They patrol to be able to pick out the, the, the road, the, the, the people breaking the law. But in a society, they pack and stand and wait stationary for people coming by to be, to be caught, which is a wrong approach to, to patrol tra traffic. If you want to patrol traffic, you patrol. And, and, and that's why sometimes see the VI is also standing in one spot instead of patrolling. Mm -hmm. So the patrolling is very important. But maybe they don't have the resources, I don't know. But if they have the resources, it's good to patrol. And thirdly, they must, they must look at the city as a whole, not to pick some parts of the city and focus attention on and leave other parts. Okay, join us for more insights on this very interesting topic after this short break. For whatever flavor you may need. Yes, Queen Asco, so crunchy and so creamy. Yes, Queen Asco, it's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. Glad to have you back. This is the Nasco Moments show on radio. The topic for today is safety tips for commuters and users of public transportation. And our guest, Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, former secretary to the government of Plateau State, has been sharing his thoughts and experiences on the topic of keke operators and the public health and public safety dangers they pose. The conversation continues. Now, sir, do you agree with the proposition that some keke operators might have become and now constitute an urgent public health and public safety challenge? In fact, they, they not might, they are. They are growing into a serious public and safety hazard uh, challenge for the state. Uh, especially for the city of Jones. Um, first, as I said, there are numbers. Uh, not, nobody can tell you the exact numbers of KK you have in this town anymore. Uh, they, they used to have some numbers written on them, 
the back. You see PT something numbers. But today some don't even have the numbers. So in terms of total number, you don't even know how many kicking the pet operators are on the street. Thirdly, are they all registered? And when somebody's not registered, it means that he can he's operating under the radar. If does anything, you can't find him. I mean, the, 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 the aviation sector, for instance, is well regulated. You can't fly a plane without knowing who you are. But KK sector is one of the worst in terms of regulation. And anything that's not well regulated is a, it's a serious public sector, I mean public safety hazard. Mm -hmm. So they are a public sector hazard, a public safety hazard, both in terms of security. What health and safety tips would you recommend for users of especially Keke in Plateau States and elsewhere? Well, um, it's, it's for transport generally, my, 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 my advice to users is look at the state of the vehicle uh, when you're about to use it. Um, a lot of times the state can tell you, the, you know, a lot of times if the state, if sometimes if you stop a taxi, it comes and you see it wobbling towards you. I mean, if you care about your life, you better don't enter that kind of taxi. You may be desperate, you want to go to a point, but it might just carry you to your death or carry you to a problem. So that's one, the state of the vehicle. Secondly, the state of the operator. The state you can tell from sometimes if I look at the, 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 the look at the eyes of a driver, I can tell whether he's under the influence because it's sometimes easy to tell. The telltale signs are there. If a driver comes to me and he's so, looking so unkempt, he's all smelling alcohol. And I mean, I would know that yes, this guy is terribly under the influence. And uh, they look unruly. Even the way they approach you, they come with such speed and then stop suddenly in front of you. And then you tell you, come in. And you, I mean, if you, you look twice under that kind of driver before you go in. And thirdly, the numbers of people inside can even indicate to you whether you're entering into problems. Because if I look into a KK and I see uh, all young males uh, looking haggard, looking old males, and I'm a female passenger, I will not go in. Because the tendency is that you don't know who they are. Maybe they are a group of friends trying to kidnap you. So you have to look at all those uh, issues. So these are some of the tips that I think that people have to watch. So in essence, what you're saying is that it's not only the responsibility of the regulators or the law enforcement, it's also the responsibility of those who patronize these exactly. kidnappers to control. Exactly. What's exactly. The, because they, 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 you, they, you contribute to somebody's carelessness if you, if you don't care about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I see you driving roughly and I don't talk to you as a passenger, I mean, that means if there's an accident, I shouldn't blame anybody. I should also blame myself. And a lot of times, passengers sometimes even hail the drivers for overspeeding. Yeah, I've seen situations where passengers driving from, oh, this when they used to have this, um, when this Vectras used to mm. be the, the major things on the road, Abuja to Joss, they say two hours. And the passenger will enter there and say, and say, Kai, driver, Kai, Kai, And at the risk of your life, yes. you know, so we, we contribute to some of these hazards. Okay, so finally, what advice would you give the Plateau State Ministry of Transport, the Ministry of Health, VIO, road safety officers, and the law enforcement generally to address or combat the atrocity, atrocities now associated with some KK operators? I think that um, I like the way that you join all these people together. The stakeholders need to have a summit or a meeting, one day to come together, all the stakeholders involved in the road transport sector in the state. Um, what are the things that are doing are happening wrong? There are so many things wrong. How can we put them together? The regulators must be there. The security agencies must be there. The owners of the transportation must be there. The unions must be there. And the, 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 the and, and representative of the passengers must be there. The public should be there to raise issues and say, look, we observe these are the weaknesses of this. For instance, everywhere in Georgia is a motor park. That itself is a problem for road transport workers. Every little corner you find is a motor. Is a, you can enter transport and go somewhere. The security implications are huge. Mm -hmm. They could just pick. You can put a signboard and say, we're transporting you to Kaduna today. Meanwhile, there are a bunch of kidnappers. 
You don't even know. So that in itself is a huge issue. So JMDB must be there. And the Minister of Lands and Survey should be there, not just Minister of Transport. Because if you want us to build a motor park, provide us the land or guide us in this process. So it rests from all the planning authority or agencies must be there. The transportation, security, all this. Let's have a one-day summit, a one-day meeting, whereby we tell each other the home truth that our public transport sector in Plato in Joss needs a total overhaul, needs a total rethinking, especially as it affects safety and security. Thank you very much, Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, for your insight. I have been speaking this morning with Mr. Ezekiel Gomos, OFR, one-time secretary to the government of Plateau State, who is currently founder and executive director of Just Business School. Thank you once again for being here with us Thank this morning. You. Thank you. I hope you are now more aware of safety tips, which you, as a commuter or user of public transportation, can deploy in your daily commute. I hope relevant agencies of government would act to address the public health and safety dangers generously highlighted in the course of today's edition of NASCO Moments Radio Show. Dear listeners, this is where we end today's episode of the show. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO group. We encourage and welcome you to freely send us your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments Radio Show to our email info at nasco.net or by text through our dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments Trivia Question segment. The trivia question for this week is, what is the full name and length of stay in office of the pioneer chairman of Independent Corrupt Practices Commission, and from which state in Nigeria was he? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer of the program is Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Suranu Megadi and Mariam Annabel Audu. I am Nandak Chingle. Keep safe as you use Keke to transport yourself, your family, and your goods. <music>